Hey, Bahmed, for the second episode of uh, our new show, The Good Folks. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And uh, how is it like? How how is life? How is your life going amid the coronavirus? Life is going great and it's going difficult, ups and downs. It's beautiful. It's it's really stressful. Are you worried about the virus? No, I'm not. You're not. I'm not. By the way, I was infected and got better. So you got you were infected. I was infected and I go. And took a lot of time. When was that? That was only a month ago, a month and a half of a month. Meaning, meaning now, this is my week five since I got better. So I got better. So the pandemic got around like three weeks. It started small and then it got really like difficult and difficult and then and then I had to do and then I had to take some medicines and then I got some medicines. I felt better. It was like a cool did you get the Did you get the medicines at hospital or you were just, no, were just suggested ones? Yes, yeah, suggested ones. Got my ankle in France. He told me, you got you to take this one because your case is not really complicated. It was just my temperature going up and down. That's so, uh, it? No, yeah. no fatigue? No. I was really exhausted, beyond exhausted at the very beginning. And then I had like a sore throat. And then after a while, I got better. So those symptoms like went up and then the temperature going up and down remained. So what I had to do is I have to take rest. I should stop my work. I should like prioritize everything as, as my health was my priority and it's always my priority. So I stopped work. I took rest and then I started feeling better For all the time. Like like 10 days take a rest. Well, and, and like the symptoms that you had were the same for the whole 10 days. They were just going up and down. It started with a sore throat. And then it was like, it was like, I'll tell you. So it's such a sore throat. And then you feel your temperature is not okay. Because sometimes it's like 37. And it gets crazy. It goes to 39. And then just in two minutes, in like, a, like in a fraction of a second, it is again 27. So you don't understand anything about it. And I felt that it was like something about COVID. And when I did a test, it was like... Positive. Like, like positive. And they told me like, from the very beginning, when I went to the clinic to test, they told me it is like a lot, 80% in new case. And then I said, it's okay, I'm enjoying it. And then, you know, when you accept something that happens to you in life, whether it's something related to your health, something related to your personal life or anything, when you accept it, there is a better chance that you will get rid of that thing really quickly because your psychological immunity is working as well. Yeah, they say that psychological immunity is actually affected. It's actually influenced by your by your mood and your um, uh, like positive vibes and uh, like how you feel about it. Like when you're depressed and feeling bad, they say it gets weaker. But when you're motivated, you're optimistic. Like no, I'm gonna get over this. Um, even your immunity gets uh, stronger. Uh, but when all that happened, were you at home? Yes, I was at home. The problem is I wasn't just at home. I was at a workplace, meaning I was oh. interacting, meeting with people who were supposedly in a lot of like ways they were infected as well. I felt some of my friends were feeling not okay. And then it turned out that maybe this is like a case of COVID, but it's, it was not like as difficult as it came to me. So when I felt that, I tried to isolate myself. I isolated myself in a house for five days in the first days that I knew it is like officially COVID. When I did that, I felt like better. So I'm not interacting with people, I'm not meeting with them. So I had to put myself away for a couple of days. And then when I, when I did this, I started feeling better. So when I started feeling better, I went back to work because I had to work. It's really, especially when you have a work that is urgent, you have to be there. So you have to take precautions like one feet away from anybody and not eating with, with them and with your friends, meaning. Yeah, but when you're at home, like yeah. were you worried that you infect your family? I was not, at, meaning my family, alhamdulillah, they were not with me because my family are living in a different state, in a different city. Yeah, Gardaia. So we were in Algiers when that happened. Exactly, and I, and I felt okay. really like rewarded. I am not with mommy, I'm not with my family, with daddy, and this is so great. So I just felt sorry about my case. Do you live alone here? I, no, I still live in, within like a workplace. I'm, I'm okay, people. so and were you worried that you're gonna infect the other people? Did anyone get infected by the way? 
I don't really know. Some of them got like a like 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 a temperature thing. It goes up and down. Th but they say it's okay. It's just a, like a season of flu. <laughs> Mm. And uh, what I try to do is to be responsible of my case and everybody who's around me. So I had to put myself away in order not to infect anybody in the place that I was working in. People usually say it's uh, like the, the, how dangerous the, uh, the virus is, uh, is always driven by the percentage yeah. of the infection. Like the, some people say like it's 10% or 20%. I don't understand that. Yeah. Um, but like it's uh, it's really cool. Did you it's really cool to know that you kept the positive uh, attitude um, and you got through that. So what are you working on right now? I know that you are a teacher of English and you have also started the school recently. Uh, but what's uh, what is your work oriented? Uh, so I can start with my academic uh, career. I'm studying at university, okay. a linguistic student. This is my third year at university in at Buzaria University, Algiers II University. And at the same time, I started my own school back in January 31st. Mm -hmm. I started the school, it's an English teaching and school. And it was, it was a dream of mine when I first started learning English back in 2015. I thought and I said to myself, I have to start learning English to think of doing something related to English in the future. So I had to have a goal. I needed to think about Did something. you have everything defined? Like this is exactly what I want to do with English or just something related to English? It was like a thought at the very beginning to think about creating a school. And then over time, I, I said to myself, I cannot even build a school. I cannot even create my own school without me being qualified in the area that I'm in. So what I had to do is I have to qualify myself. I have to learn a lot and meet with people who have already an experience in the thing you want to create. So I was learning at the same time, like planning the future. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what came to be. Like I'm studying at university now with the school and since the pandemic came, we are teaching now online. We are teaching online. We are using Zoom and Telegram to teach because a lot of people, if you see when the pandemic started, they were so stressed out and they were so anxious about what's gonna happen in the future. Yeah. And if you don't create something that is gonna occupy people, do something or learn something, maybe people will be more depressed. And this is a great chance to speak about uh, an initiative that I did for people on Facebook. So that was an initiative that started in, in I think in March 26th. Mm -hmm. I started doing a series of videos on my, on my Facebook page for people telling them that now we are at home, we cannot get out we better start to learn something. And I did a series of 10 videos for people to learn English. Right. It was like, yes, a series of videos. And then we finished, I think, and I, I can, like I suppose we finished in April 4th. And in April 4th, people started saying, we watched a lot of your videos and now we want to, to learn something more. We want to keep learning. 10 videos, 10 videos of English are not enough to learn English. Yeah, that's and right. Yes, and then this is exactly what, uh, what made me think about doing something else. And this is exactly, what came to be? I tried to do an initiative, and then it happened to be on uh, April fifteenth, where I s I think more than more than two thousand people participated in. So it was an initiative that was on Telegram, like in a Telegram channel that people came in to learn English. There was like daily videos, daily recordings, daily activities for people who want to learn English, mm -hmm. and and to be accurate, more it's like more than a thousand and four hundred people. You can say participated trainees. I call them trainees, and they participated in, and it came like it took it took uh, like how many days? It took fifteen days. Okay, they all came to learn English. Yeah, they came to learn English, and it was so enjoyable and fun. It was really informative. A lot of them liked English, and uh, what I had to say to people is that now this is a great chance and opportunity for everybody to learn something new. And you are, if you are interested. In English, this is your chance now to go and learn something. And it was a great opportunity. People learned English. I told them that languages or anything that you want to do in life is based on passion. If you have passion and you have patience, you can do something that you would never imagine doing. So people started and they learned English. And then after, after this initiative, 
I couldn't start another initiative because 15 days were really like you cannot learn English in 15 days, of but course, you can yeah. really excel a lot. You except can except in the books that they, they sell outside, they say like the English in or something like that. Yeah, that's that's like this is not enough. <laughs> this is not enough. This is you cannot even learn a language. Maybe if we ask ourselves how many years have you been learning English, that's gonna be like around five, ten years to learn English yeah, or exactly, to excel. Exactly. And also it depends on the level, like which level you're trying to reach. There are different levels. Exactly. People say sometimes they say that someone is good in English, but like what they mean is probably they understand or probably they can he can make a sentence or probably so there is different 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 uh, perspectives when it comes to his good at english like do you mean the accent or you mean ideas because sometimes sometimes like he could be good at, at the language but it's still difficult to express some uh, some complicated ideas it's you know uh, you, you try to express them and then you're stuck because you don't find the words, the right vocabulary. And that happens a lot, even though you understand. So that's another level. Exactly. So different levels. And I think it, it definitely needs some time. Exactly. It, it takes time and it takes a lot of efforts. And you may invest in yourself to study something, especially now online. And when I tell my trainees that you have to have passion to learn something, when you have passion, you can learn something and keep learning that thing even it takes a lot of time and i know that english it takes a lot of time it may take like maybe three or four or five years but if you have passion that's exactly what's going to keep you in track with english this is exactly i told them passion. passionate patience if you have passion you will be passionate about something so you will work on it daily meaning you have consistency and if you are disciplined you learn every single day i mean you will do like a big progress in the thing you are working on this is exactly like the things that I wanted a lot of people to know about English. It's not about curiosity, I would like to know English or to learn something about English. It's about the passion that you have to go so far. I ask them this and I say, please ask yourself this question. How far would you like to go with English? Do you want to learn English just to speak or you want to learn English because you would like to, for example, graduate uh, in English or you're studying English because you have a higher purpose? You want to do something bigger. Your your ambition is really like big, and you would like to do something. And second question is: Ask yourself, what's my purpose with English? When any person ask themselves this question, they will know what purpose they are working on. Automatically, they will work every single day and be consistent. And this is exactly what came to be after we finished the initiative. A lot of people started saying, "Hey, Baham, do you would like to?" start like again learning English because we have passion and I'm really afraid that maybe I'm gonna lose my passion and my answer was you will never lose your passion if you are doing something that you love and you have passion on which one do you do you give more credit passion or discipline passion passion because I know when you have passion automatically discipline will come if you have passion about something I mean I think they work in parallel. That's what I think. You know, I don't like the idea of forcing yourself to do something every single day because that's what discipline is. I, I think that discipline is cool, but when you have passion, it's like you're okay with forcing yourself like you, because you want that to happen. You're, and you're enjoying the time. Even though you're tired, you're exhausted, you know, you, you, you come home really, really tired. It's, it feels like you don't have a life. But you actually, that's your sense of life. That's where you find meaning because you're so passionate about what you're doing. And especially when you see something uh, came true, like a dream or, or you make an accomplishment, um, you really feel good. That's, so that's what passion is. Um, on the other hand, when there is like discipline, even when there's something you don't like, and probably even when you achieve something, maybe you don't, you're, you're not gonna really feel good about it. Um, this is what exactly is. Exactly, when you have passion, you can do something, you can keep doing it because you have passion about it. If, even if you have difficult like circumstances you're living exactly, like yeah. like now people are really psychologically stressed and people are really psychologically anxious about the future and what I'm going to do my my university career my life the economy is not, not is not doing good so people are anxious but when you create something to people that they have passion about at any given moment in life at any given circumstance that you think is really complicated new if you have passion you can be great at anything a lot. This is exactly what came and happened. A lot of people said when I started learning English and had passion about it, they said everything else in my life that I, that I thought was so complicated, it came to be really easy and I found a way out to it because I had passion about it. That, that's the mean, I don't care about what 
circumstance I'm living or how psychologically maybe I'm not stabilized. If I have passion about something, I am never gonna be like psychologically anxious or something about that. So people, when they had passion, everything that seems really hard and arduous to them came to be easy because passion, I think, is the relief that chosen the people that if you have passion about anything, it doesn't matter what point of time you are in, you can do it. You can get rid of anything or if you want to establish something, you can do it. That's amazing, man. And so you were passionate about English. You said like you started in 2015 before uh, now, like you have a school, you're a teacher, you're doing many things. You also have a show in English. Uh, that will come in the UN TV, I guess, soon. Yeah. Um, but what was what was driving your passion? Like, why English? Why the language? There is like a backstory about that. This is like a beautiful, profound question. You know, when I got into high school, into secondary school, I wanted to study, like, or to go to a scientific branch, to be like a scientific person, a scientific student. But my grades in scientific subjects were not qualifying me to study science okay and i tried to do my best to have some connections in secondary school and have some people they can they can like push me to go to a scientific branch but i you couldn't. were studying Gardaya. yes but but here's the thing here in here for example where i studied it's uh people still have that like when they differentiate between uh, science and literary branches and they always think that science uh, like the science branch is actually more important and people who study there tend to be smarter while uh, only people who are not qualified at all and they have low IQ they go to literary uh, branches and I always felt that that's not true because I studied in science and then I shifted because I like languages more because I found your passion this is what exactly is exactly and I felt that I know about science more than people who are studying science uh, branches because I was following the la latest trends I don't like being in the lab I don't like the routine work of science you That's know cool. I don't I don't like spending like a long hour but I'm really interested in the latest breakthrough you know I really like to uh, to listen to interviews like for example uh, with um, people who, who are into astronomy like the the Tyson What's the name of Tyson? The 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 African American uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's oh. an, he's an astronomer and he talks about science all the time. I really loved that, but I didn't want to study science. I didn't want to study what he studied. I just wanted like to have a conversation about that because it's interest in the space and nature and. But people who were studying in the scientific branch, they weren't interested in that. They were just doing what they were told. They were just going there to learn and to do the exam and that's all. But if you tell, talk to them about what's happening, like for example, people who are studying biology, if you tell them about, hey, do you know Richard Dawkins? Like he's the, mo he's the most famous uh, uh, biologist. And they don't know. They, they're not following like the, the trends of biology. So they studied that only so that they can work. Or they were told that uh, it's a good branch and uh, you're gonna find, you're gonna eat, you're gonna get, you're gonna, you're gonna find a work easily if you study science. And I'm not sure if the same thing happens in other states. So you can tell us about if it's the same mindset in Ardaya. That's a beautiful thing that you said that people are just studying to get a job and this is the problem. If you have passion in something, the question that everybody has to ask themselves about is, we have to be role models in the field that I'm in. Yeah, if I'm studying models. biology, I have to be the role model in biology. If I'm studying English, I have to be the role model in English. I have to inspire people to learn English. And I think this is the question everybody asking. People say it's better to go to a scientific branch because a lot of people or people like we have a stereotype that if you are studying a scientific student, you have like a privilege of something. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand this. And if you are studying a literature branch, meaning you didn't find anything to do, and this is exactly what you are doing. And this is a exactly, false idea. Exactly, that's exactly how they think. Exactly, so when I didn't get a chance to go to a scientific branch, I found like my reality. It's now literature. You have to think about something. What's coming now in literature? We have linguistics, not linguistics, we have foreign languages and, uh, and literature, meaning like philosophy and literature. Mm -hmm. These are the two branches that we have here. So when I thought, this is my first year, I'm gonna study like, like a literature student. Second year, I'm gonna have to study foreign languages. And now, my level in English was not okay. So I felt it's a, a, a threat. 
And I said, Bahmed, no, you have to think about studying and learning English so that in the next year you can be good at English. The challenge was, that was German as well. So in the second year, you're not going to study only English and French, but also you will have to study Spanish or German. German, yeah. So what I we studied had, Spanish. You studied Spanish, yeah. that's cool. So what we had uh, back in our high school was German. So I was studying English and German at the same time. I was studying like Sprache Deutsch, and like like on the bottom of it, it's like I speak English. So I, I was learning two languages at the same time. Like I had a good background about English. I had some words to know. Like I was like able to speak, not like freely, mm -hmm. but I had to speak. So I, I was like, a, you can say like like a good uh, speaker of English, not just like. A, like a person who knows how to talk freely or fluently. No, I was like at the first level. But what I had to do is to bring German and English in one place and study both of them just to be ready for the second year to study right. both languages. And you know, back in the day, what I was doing is that I felt that autonomy is the idea or the quality that can qualify anybody to be good at something or great at something. Mm -hmm. So autonomy gave me the chance to work at home and not to depend on what I'm studying at school. I was spending a lot of hours at home studying English because I knew that I would have done a lot of things in life if I had studied English. So what I said, go and study English now because a lot of what you are thinking of doing are all related to English. And I was doing a lot of effort at home. At the same time, I was making efforts at school. And then this is exactly what came and happened. I wasn't even having the ability to sleep because of English. So I had spent a lot of hours studying, studying English at home, learning, watching TV shows, watching movies, taking notes. Like I remember if you, I have some pictures, beautiful pictures about my chamber. So what I was doing is that when I was learning English, I was learning a lot of new words. And when I had to learn a new word, I tried to put it in a paper, and that paper is like stuck in the wall. Uh, so when I get too. into my yeah, chamber, yeah. <laughs> when I get into my chamber, I found a lot of pictures. And this is exactly what came to happen to me. It was the environment that I created for myself. Because back in the day, and back to my hometown, that wasn't like a place where people practice English. Even like English in our country back in the day was not like as great as it is now. People now are speaking English, people are fluent, people are, have knowledge. You can say even sophisticated knowledge about English. Yeah. And that's really cool. But back in the day, there wasn't this tendency that we are living today and witnessing today. A lot of people want to study. But back in the day, there was this problem of, I want to learn English, but I can't find my appropriate environment. There is no environment in place. Right. So what I was doing is create your own environment, create your place, your sphere, your word, where you can leave your English with yourself. That's actually exactly that's exactly what like the advice I try to give to people who are trying to learn English. I always try to, to tell to let to tell them that make an English speaking environment like around you. Try to watch um, English speaking movies. Try to, l to l listen to English speaking songs. You know, try to uh, to listen to news in English. Your mobile. I don't know, like your laptop, your Facebook. You know, when I was trying when I was learning English the first time when I was a teenager, what I tried uh, what I tried to do is. Uh, and friending all people who, who post in, <laughs> in Arabic <laughs> and just replace them only with people who post in English. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, or just unfollow. Just so that when I, when I go to Facebook and I look at the news feed, it is only posts in English. So that just I can, I can get used to the language and new words all the time. And it actually worked. It did work, you know? Because I think that when you... Uh, an English-speaking environment will always... Uh, because there is like this, um, this expression we say, if you don't use it, you lose it. So, so even when you, when you, uh, get, when you uh, learn new words and you don't use them, then you lose them, right? So you have to use them. You have, uh, and maybe, not use them. maybe you, don't, you don't put them in a sentence, maybe you don't speak them, but at least see them, at least read them. And how are you going to guarantee that? Well when you have an English-speaking environment. Then you're, you're going to hear it somewhere. You're going to see it somewhere. And so it's, it's going to be stuck in your mind. That's what exactly is. That's what I tell my trainees. I tell them all the time that if you meet with a word more than once, twice, you watch a movie, you see that word. And then you watch a podcast, you, you, hear, you hear that word. And if you are listening to a music, you will hear it again. And this is exactly what's going to work in your subconscious mind. Right. You are listening, you are seeing that word over and over again. And when you do that, 
your mind will never forget about that word exactly so your, your mind will save that word and because you have heard to that word like over and over again and automatically you will never forget because why you are creating an environment for yourself mm -hmm. you're creating a space where you are listening to words frequently every single day and this is exactly what's going to make everybody into English and into not forgetting because this is a question everybody asks how can I not forget words in English if you are speaking putting your in, yourself in an environment where people speak English and practice you will never feel first losing your passion second the words that you are learning you can hear somebody using them and when you hear somebody using those words and you are actively listening to those people meaning you are active you are trying to observe you are trying to filter what you are listening I'm sure that the words you are listening to you will learn new words at the same time you will confirm the pronunciation of the speaker is speaking and meanwhile you are learning new words from the speaker you are listening to so I think this is like the approach if you are listening to somebody like that's what I do all the time I listen to to TV shows like late night shows in in the American television and every single day I listen to words that are frequently being repeated so when I listen to those words I'm using them now in my podcast today so I learn words that I heard them somewhere and I'm using them now so it's important to hear a point is that you have to use what you are listening you have to write try to write them in a in a copy book in, in, in somewhere that you can go at any given moment in the day you can go back and revise those words it's not like revising you memorize the words no you are just scanning over those words you are just reminding your mind that those words are the words that I learned back in five days ago well, a week ago or maybe a month ago and this is exactly when you scan the words you see the words that you are learning I am sure you will never forget them because you have already met with those words over and over again yeah I mean uh, I think that a lot of people they're just clueless about how to learn English and uh, this is probably a very uh, unique and modern I think it's a modern just way of learning English and it's it's very uh, have you ever heard about Stephen Krashen? Stephen Krashen yeah is Stephen Krashen is one of the forefathers of, uh, of linguistics yeah exa exactly so he has this theory called um, I forgot exactly how it's called but it's uh, what he talks about is is basically uh, learning fluently and learning naturally it's a well natural approach the natural approach of learning a language and what he says is that when you're t when someone is trying to learn a new language uh, the teacher is supposed to do it in the baby way like try not to when they are speaking try not to stop them and correct them because when you stop them and to correct them um, like they won't um, they will they will sometimes people just freeze and then they just lose their way you know they don't know how to complete the sentence like oh I said like the first word wrong like no like let people just carry on to say whatever they want to say um, and then when there is a mistake uh, slowly and uh, afterwards they're, they're going to realize what they did afterwards um, like for example when you're learning that's like actually learning a language by yourself because when you're learning a language just by yourself um, autonomously that's it autonomy you learn by yourself you are self-taught yeah exactly and for example let's say you're pronouncing a word uh, in the wrong way okay and you do that many times but then you're in an English-speaking environment and you know that the people around you are probably native speakers or they are advanced speakers and then you realize you notice that they are pronouncing it differently and so you're like ah uh -huh, so I'm doing it wrong okay I'm just gonna correct myself because why you're being an active listener here exactly but you're correcting yourself by yourself at the same time you're not just gonna like just follow and uh, imitate like wherever and just like, follow the rules you're not this gonna is exactly the, the byproduct of listening to people and being actively listening to them so you will correct for yourself by yourself and that's so cool used to have a teacher at university who was always used to, to, to give us this advice to say he used always to say something like be attentive be attentive because um, usually when we're at class not only in class I mean on conversation outside like we're not paying attention you know some our mind is like thinking about something and we're having this like conversation about something else and uh, we're not really focused and when we're not really focused we we do not learn uh, much yeah that's exactly it. So tell us about the, the show that you're, uh, you've recorded, The Al Gift. 
and will be uh, streaming soon, I guess, on uh, okay. Algerian television. That's cool. Um, the show that is about to come on the national television okay. is a talk show. You can say it is like the American type of late night shows, but it's done in the Algerian way. Okay. Meaning we're bringing talented voices, people who are active in the country, people with ideas and projects and ambitions to the show. So the idea of the show came when I watched American late night shows. And I saw that... Do you have any name? For example, I watched The Late Late Show by uh, James Corden. I watched like Stephen Colbert, Late Show, The Late Show. And Trevor Noah, that's my favorite. Uh, oh, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, like the, the Daily guy. Show, yeah. And so everybody has a different type of a show. And yeah. Annie Show, Steve Harvey, like everybody has a show. And then when I came to realize to my country that we have to do something that is international and that is gonna bring a good sound reputation of our country. And I said, Algeria has a lot of talents and people in our country now are being more interested in English and they can speak English not only English but also they, they have project and they are so cool and they are so bright they are doing so good now it is time to show to the world that we have those talents we have those personalities that are so great and doing great and now we are trying to create a picture to portray a picture to, uh, to, to the world that this is exactly what we are doing and this is exactly the personalities we have so if somebody from the outside of our country is looking at our country with a different perspective or doesn't have an idea about our country, when they see the show, they will have an idea that our country has talents. And our country has a lot of people who are doing great. And this is exactly not gonna change the way people from the outside are looking at our country, even our people. When somebody is living in Algeria, and they see that this is a personality who speaks English and has a lot of work done. They are working on projects. For example, Algerian Black Pillow, this is a beautiful, great space for people to share their ideas and disseminate their views. And when I see a person like that, doesn't just have a project, but also speak English, meaning they're working at an international perspective and people all over the world, they can listen to the podcast, they can understand, have an idea of how Algerians think. It would be so exciting like to, to know that people, that you got listeners, international listeners, uh, listening, listening and watching to an Algerian show. That would be... Exactly, yeah. So... People in our country are, giving, are, are going to be affected positively by those personalities and look at them like role models. He is Algerian, speaking English, having projects, me neither. I can do that as well. This is exactly the idea we have for the show, is bring people and talents to highlight their personalities, not just highlighting their personalities, but also sharing their experiences. Not just sharing their experience, but also their aspiration but how they have done and they have gone through their journey. So this is exactly the idea we're doing. And we have a lot of ambitions to make it more of an international show, meaning we can bring personalities from Morocco, from Tunisia. It's going to be like an Arab show where everybody in the Arab that world so cool. can come and they share. And people, not just Arabs, understand English, but also people from all over the world. They can watch the show and they can have an, an idea of how our people are greatly doing. And this is exactly like the idea we're having. So we started the first season, we recorded 15 episodes. Mm -hmm. And it was so like it's 15 episodes. How, how long for like in each episode? Like 22 minute show. So it's a 22 okay. minute show. Okay. And so this was like for the first season, we recorded 15 episodes. We brought different voices like kids, like uh, seniors, people at your age. And what was so interesting to me and to the show is that you were one of those voices. Thank you. You were yeah, one of those voices. Yeah, people will watch that. <laughs> yes, is people it like will. the seventh episode? <laughs> I think it's the seventh episode oh, in the okay. way. So, uh, so I thought and saw Algerian Black Pearl doing a great job and I said, okay, Wahib is doing a great job. Why not bring him to the show and speak about that? So you came in the show, it was a great opportunity and thanks for making the time. Oh, so right. this was the first season. And now we're doing our best, as you can see, because English, when people are studying English, they're not just studying English, but also they are learning new things about the culture. So the language can affect how a person thinks. And we say this all the time to our people that we're living in, uh, we're living in a generation where we have a lot of degrading people. We have a lot of people who are negative, who are thinking negatively about our country. And now it is our time to think about something that can change how people think about our country. 
And this is exactly what we are doing through these small initiatives that can change the way people think, that can think positively about our country. And they can have a different idea that our country is prospering, our country is being better by people who are doing efforts. So we have now role models in our country who can inspire people to do great. So we have this challenge in our country where we don't have somebody who is a role model. Now we can see our role models. You know why? Because we didn't have a space where people were being highlighted, were being appreciated. But when, for example, Algerians are outside of our country and they look at a show that appreciates their work and listens to their voices, they're gonna come to appreciate to be appreciated and to make sure that they're gonna share the best they have. So this is exactly the thing we have now. We have now people who have succeeded. And now for our generation, for the coming generation, they're gonna look at the people, that are, they're gonna look at you, for example, as an instance, you created your own radio, they're gonna think, I can do that as well. And they're not gonna do like you, they're gonna do more than you, because why? Because something that have already existed, but you were always the first reason and the first person who inspired I'll people. Try to, to do, do something, something new, yeah. They're gonna learn from the experience and do something new. That's exactly. amazing. That's I also it. loved what you said, like the sentence about, you said something about uh, language affect how you, like affects how you think. And uh, it reminds me of a great line by the, uh, by the American comedian George Carlin when he said that um, your thoughts are as good as the language that you use. And uh, like, uh, this is why I always have always felt that it's, uh, it's a rather simple-mindedness when people think uh, language is just language. Like it's just language. Like it's, languages are not all the same. They're not all equal, you know. Sometimes in order to form a sentence in your mind, in order to sometimes in order to think, you need language. You, so you think through words. And when you, don't, when you only have trash words, then of course you're gonna have trash thoughts, right? But when, you're, when you have like really expanded good vocabulary, then that will influence your thinking, the, the quality of the thoughts that you have in your mind. And uh, this is why I know a lot of people who speak both, like three, lang three languages, Arabic, English, and French, but they, f they feel more like, I don't know, they feel more, um, uh, they feel, they have, like it's, uh, they say it's easy to express yourself in English. I don't know why, because it's a very easy language and uh, I, I personally like it. I don't know if it's, that's like a subjective opinion, but I think that many people feel it. Exactly, that's many what people exactly feel what I'm saying. It's easy and it's simple and you know why? Because people have passion about it and think that English is going to open a lot of doors to them. That's also why internationally, learn. yeah. That's, it, That's exactly. a great point. And this is so motivating for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. This English is an international language, so I have to learn English. So English can open up a lot of doors to me. So this is exactly yes. And there is an idea that I would like to share for this opportunity. You know, a lot of people that I taught English to, they said, when I first started learning English, I felt that English is not just a language, but it's also a new way of thinking. When you learn English, you're gonna look at the culture, you're gonna look at how people speak and the ideas of people. You will have different perspectives. Yeah. You have perspectives from the US, from UK, from all over the world. And this is exactly what's gonna make you an open-minded person to ideas. And this is so beautiful. And those people, when they started learning English and then over time did a the progress, they said, the passion that I had when I first started, meaning they are keeping the same passion for now. Yeah. They have like the same passion. When I started learning English, the passion that I have is making me trust my intuition and trust my ambitions. Because the way I learned English makes me think that everything in life is possible, is attainable. And this is exactly what it is. So people, when they started learning English, they thought and they had this like this mindset that English like I could learn English and I could speak English, now I can do things more and I can do better things in, in life. So this is exactly like the passion they had when they started and they learned English and trusted themselves is pushing them to do bigger things. And this is exactly one of the fruits that we are witnessing from English. So it's not just a language, but it's also a thing that makes people trust themselves more and have passion about other things. Because when you started learning a new language, you're gonna see how people think, how people react, how, how different views people have. And at the same time, the passion that you had to learn English and then you see yourself speaking English is gonna push you to do bigger things. And this is exactly like my notion around this. Yeah, you know, sometimes people say it's, tr it's travel that make you that make you more open-minded. Travel, when you travel, you get to meet new people, people from different cultures, and you're gonna en enrich your like whole perspective. But to be honest, personally, when I learned English, 
I learned much more than when I traveled. I traveled before, but um, even when I was there, like when I learned English, I, co I, could, I, could, I could listen to many songs and understand what they're saying. I could uh, watch a lot of uh, shows uh, in English with, with no subtitles in Arabic, and I could understand them. I had uh, a lot of friends from foreign countries on, on Facebook and social media, and I talked to them, and I read many articles. So we could have very better idea about how the world works. You know, I, I could learn how people from different countries think. And uh, I think I, I, uh, I think that when I traveled, I didn't feel like I'm, I'm learning more uh, in comparison with what I learned when I, when I like when I when I when I started speaking English and uh, reading it and reading articles and uh, different content on the internet in English. It's uh, it actually opens uh, different doors, like especially when it comes to open-mindedness, as uh, as you said, and uh, yeah. That's what exactly is. So when you learn a new language, you will automatically feel that you can do things more. Because why? Because you look at the people from other countries and they work, the work they do, and then you say, why can't I do that? So the question is, you can do that. Can you do that? You will do it. You can. Because why? Because you see people from all over the world. And when you understand the way they speak, you understand the language that they, they use, automatically, I think and I feel you will have like a bigger idea of how the word the world works and automatically automatically you will be more inspired you will see different personalities and more successful personalities in place and this is gonna affect them as a person and evolve you as uh, as, as a country you will feel that they are just like you because when you don't when you don't understand when you have no uh, like when you have none nothing to do with the English okay you don't understand nothing and then there is like this guy who's successful Okay, and he's speaking in English. You feel like that's uh, some sort of like of a genius, uh, Gauri, something like that. You know, like you, do, you don't, you don't feel like you relate to them in any, any. You in same shape or form, you feel that you are underestimating yourself in some way, shape or form. I don't exactly. know how it works, but you feel you are so far from that person. But when you learn English, you, you become can understand like what you they are saying. You can even spot the mistakes, the things that you disagree with. You can just come up to me and you're like, that that person is dumb. And then I'm like, what? Why? And then you say, uh, because he said this and that, and I don't agree because this and that, and he doesn't know this and that. And so you're even challenging other people who are probably native speakers of English, you know. And so this, the 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 the, the hole that exists between, uh, because sometimes people always um, recognize them. I don't know, like they uh, they think of themselves as just people who come from third world country, and then people in Western countries must be far more intelligent and they are they like smarter they're uh, much more hardworking and uh, much more creative and like no that's not the case we're humans everywhere there's like the bad and the good everywhere and when you when you learn English that's where you start uh, like feeling yourself and uh, giving value to yourself that you're just like everyone else and you can actually challenge anyone everywhere in a debate or in a, in like, I don't know, entrepreneurship or whatever. Exactly, so you don't see, you know what's beautiful about English? When you learn a new language, we suppose that you are a person who is specializing, working in a business field. And when you see with about personalities who have succeeded around you in your country, maybe in, in, in the MENA region, you will know how people succeeded. But when you learn a new language like English, you will read stories of people who have succeeded globally at a global perspective. So we will be more, motivated and you see how people succeeded in America, in the United States, in the UK. When you read about them, you see them, you hear their stories, you will automatically be thinking like in an ambitious way. You will say, I can do that as well because you look at these people that are doing great, you look at this businessman is doing great, and then when you look at them, you read their stories, you will automatically be different and inspired. You will have more ideas about how you can grow your business. Imagine if you I have a business here in, in, your, in our country, Algeria and you want to, and you are working here, you're satisfied about how good your business is. But when you want to take your business into the next level, you would like to make your business bigger and more and more bigger. So you will do your best to take it into an international level. You would like to have partners from America, from Canada, from all over the world. And this is exactly what's gonna affect your business positively. So those people who have English are not just speakers of English, and are not just communicating easily and freely and they can 
convey the messages they have. They can also broaden, they can also make their network, their business bigger and bigger. This is not exactly a language, but it can evolve, it can change your, your perspective, yourself, your life, your business, yeah, a lot it's of things. Exactly. It's a great tool. Exactly. It's yeah. a great tool. So it's got a lot of things. Yeah, I was also think I was also thinking that it can also affect you psychologically. It gives you confidence. You See? Know? It gives you a lot of confidence. So what about the, like the people that come, like the students that you have in your school? What are usually their reasons for studying English? What do they say? Most of the time, they come to say that, they tell their stories. First of all, they say, I want to learn English, but first of all, I'll tell about my story. And then they tell their stories. Why do you exactly, generally, the, the people who work for the school, I tell them, ask them, why are you studying English? What's your purpose? And how far you would like to go with English? And then when they answer this question, we try to correct their answers. We try to show them that you need to have, a, to have passion about that. And when you come next time to start your courses, make sure that you respond to those questions and we will make sure that we will ask you these questions every single day you come in school are you working for that purpose what were you doing are you making videos are you sending your audios your videos your 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 meaning videos uh, trainees or students or, who are coming in school are doing to speak english because we tell them this all the time we tell them if you don't make videos automatically you don't see yourself speaking and automatically when you don't see yourself speaking you will underestimate yourself and your efforts but when you see yourself speaking english even your video is not good but when you see yourself speaking english it's like when you are looking at a house being like built every single day this is like the basement built first floor second floor third floor like every single day oh wow this is my house being built but english you are learning a lot of words a lot of expressions a lot of idioms and then if you don't see yourself using those idioms, so what's the purpose here? Why am I learning English for? So this is exactly the, the questions we ask. If you are speaking English in a video, and then you try to send that video to your teacher, and then your teacher corrects your video, gives you the mistake that you made in the video, and you know that you don't have to do those mistakes again. In the next video, you will try to do a better video, and automatically you will see the progress in your work. So this is exactly, we tell them all the time, ask yourself this question, what's your passion with English, and how far you would like to go with English because when they answer this I am sure that they will never stop and this is exactly the point that they will go back to when they feel frustrated about learning so at any given case in life or at any given circumstance that they are living they will get back to that answer and they will find that they don't have to, to stop because that's they, very inspiring yeah. yeah do they usually come for work purposes like because they want to use it at work or because that studies or so everybody has a purpose. We have some medicine, some some doctors, so, some some like uh, some like you can say some lawyers, like different people with different positions they work on, with different jobs. They say, I would like to learn English, and some come to say, I would like to learn English that is related to my field of expertise. So, for example, when a doctor comes, they say, I would like to learn English English related to medicine or English related to my field, like medical English. So they learn English, but they learn the words that are related to their fields so okay. that they can use it uh, at their workplace. This is exactly, and we have some people that say, I would like to learn English as soon as possible. And we tell them, yes, you can, but are you ready to engage 100% for English? Because if somebody doesn't dedicate a lot of their time for English, like they in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, like at night, they're spending like the whole of their time studying, learning English and sending videos to their teachers, tutors, whoever they are. They will make a big progress in a short period of time because why they have dedicated a lot of, a lot of that, their time. And this is exactly it. Different people say everybody comes for a reason. So we ask them these like genuine deep questions and then you will find like different people answering differently for their question. But the purpose is if you are learning English for a purpose, you will find it easy, you will enjoy it, and you will have a lot of fun about it. But if you are coming to learn English because you know that English is an international language and you have to learn it, I think here you still have to answer those two questions. What's your passion and how far you would like to go with English? Okay, I see. So before we wrap up this episode, can you, um, I know that you're also into rap, oh. right? Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Here we go again. Yeah. So let's uh, let's do something. Okay. Okay. So uh, last time I met you, I think that you sang next to a big audience. So do you think that it would be a problem like to do it here? I 
it's okay. I think everywhere right. I go, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it like everywhere I go. And at uh, a German black pedal, like no question, I will do it. Okay, let's go. So we have two things. Uh, I don't know if it's possible to ask the audience. We can do a rapping, like Black Alicious Alphabets Aerobics, or we can do a song. But I think I, th I, think I prefer the first one. Alger uh, like okay, rapping. Yes. This is really tough. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, as you want, if you want the second that's one. Ga that's gonna be that's gonna be cool, and that's gonna be so so inspiring. All right. So we're gonna do now. Okay, we will start. This is a rapping related to Black Alicia's Alphabets Aerobics. I think, and I believe they are a band from the U.S. And where exactly in the U.S.? I don't really know. Artificial amateurs are not amazing. Analytically, I sold anime things. Broken barriers bounded by the bombit. Buildings are broken. Basically, I'm bombarding. Casually, create catastrophes, casualties, canceling cuts, cuts. The cannabis collapsing. Detonated them, dang, daily doing dough. Demonstrations done on the dolo. It's another attitude each and every energetic, epileptic episode. Elevated etiquette. Various, fat, fabulous, fantastic. The result felt, felt feeling the fanatics. Give God quick global goods congolaris. Getting godly in his game with the goddess. Hit him high, hit him high, historical, hey, holocaust. Hit him holler at your homeboy. Imitators otherwise, I intimidate in an instant. Are rising and I rested. Just on the gems like jewelry calls. Joking joints. Just to adjust me writing my journals. Kindly, I'm kind of all kinds of incon. Kawaitake tip priest in my kingdom. Let me live a long life lyrically. Lesson is lum nam lausis. Do some livery. My mind makes me love more masses. Marvel and mock one. Mock what I've mastered. I don't know. Nigga nap now we come nice naturally. Neck never like making noise nationally. Operation opposition optional optional. Our side our mind will be being optical. Perfected poem. Powerful punchlines. Pumping pity for that puffs in my prime. That's exactly what I know. I just stopped here <laughs> at P because after P, all the letters are so crazy and really like difficult to do. But I think you can do it, guys. If you that want. was great, man. Thank you so much for coming, uh, Bahmed. And hopefully we're gonna have you another time in in, in this show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. It's been like a lot of things we spoke about and I really enjoyed it. And uh, the podcast was great. All right, cool. So that's it for uh, today's episode, guys. Uh, make sure you check um, Bahmed Haj Ibrahim's uh, Facebook. Uh, he, he's a great teacher and uh, you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Bye.